unbelievable defense by Josh Okoge. Wolves cast, audio on demand. Drives his kick out pass, stolen by Covington. Robs off to the races, to the bucket, lay him good, and he drew a foul. Down the left side, the lane goes up on Towns. Towns blocked the shot. He goes up strong and rejects Anthony Davis. They are ecstatic over on the Wolves bench as Ryan Saunders has won his coaching debut. Welcome inside another episode of Wolves Cast here on the Timberwolves Radio Network. I am Cal Soderquist with you as always. We have a fun show lined up for you this week and a quick programming note right off the bat. It is our final show of 2019. Yes, we will take the next two weeks off for the upcoming holidays. So we have plenty to get to on this week's episode. Coming up, we will learn how the Wolves are getting into the spirit of the season out in the community. Plus, we will spotlight our three key plays from the past month. That's right. With it being the final show of the year and the month, that means we've got to look back at key plays within the last month in Timberwolves victories. So we will do that in our next segment. But first, the Timberwolves and Lynx Basketball Academy had a very exciting announcement last weekend. They unveiled new initiatives and direction for the Academy that will elevate basketball experiences and youth development in the upper Midwest. The Academy made the special announcement at the Timberwolves and Lynx practice courts at Mayo Clinic Square and on hand to celebrate the occasion were Timberwolves head coach Ryan Saunders and former NBA referee Monty McCutcheon. The pair hosted a clinic to commemorate the event, put some kids through some drills, and both emphasized the importance of the Basketball Academy initiatives Here's Saunders. It's very important for, um, especially the Minneapolis community, uh, you know, in, sur in surrounding areas, to invest in the youth and uh, give them opportunities to grow with the game and us to grow grow with them as well. And with that, you know, you want to do that young. You want to um, help invest in the coaches as well. So you know, they're teaching um, proper techniques. Uh, they're teaching things that we feel uh, are going going to be around, you know, for years to come. And that's the basic fundamentals. Um, that's the art of teamwork and then the art of sportsmanship, which is um, a, big, uh, a big reason that the officials are so important to us. McCutcheon is both a former ref and currently the NBA's VP of Referee Development, and he stressed the importance of introducing young players to healthy disagreements both on and off the floor. That's how I always have viewed officiating with, with the NBA, and that's one of the things I'd like to impart to youth is that it's okay to disagree. Ryan and, and I, when I refereed the games, I may or may not have missed some calls. That's open to debate. Uh, maybe not so much. <laughs> and how we learn to disagree is an important skill in life. It takes us past sport. Can we disagree in our work environment in a professional manner when it's time to go in for our raise? Can we voice our opinion in a way that isn't diminishing other people but says this is what I think my worth is? And I think officiating plays a good role in teaching our youth how to grow into themselves that they can one, stand up for themselves, and two, be a part of something that is bigger than themselves. Saunders agreed that having the referees represented at the day's event was important, helping drive home that two-way relationship. Nobody's going to be perfect, in when you get, especially when you get to the professional level. I'm not perfect. I make plenty, have plenty of things that I may look back on and say, hey, I wish we did that there. Monty may look back on a call and say, I wish I didn't go there. You know, players will say, hey, I wish I didn't drive into traffic and make that pass, things like that. But, you know, when you're imparting the fact that you need to work together 
um, and work with people where everybody can have success in, the, in their own way, um, that's very important. And especially at a young age, you know, we, we want to make sure that, that the, the players don't know and, and the young players know that the officials are not the enemy. And that sportsmanship is is the goal, especially at the youth at, at the youth level. You know, you want to enjoy enjoy playing the game. The game can do a lot of things for you if you treat the game right. Well, the game has certainly been good to both McCutcheon and Saunders as they've turned their success into a career at the pro level. And they both admitted an event like last weekend can help remind them not to sweat the small stuff. I love being a part of something like this because it's it's pure. And it's, you know, you, you, you ask the kids if they, anybody wants to play high school basketball, everybody raise their hand. Anybody wants to play college basketball, everybody raise their hand. Anybody wants to play in the NBA or WNBA, everybody raise their hand. And, you know, now that when, we're in, when you're in the NBA, sometimes you can get wrapped up in, you know, hey, are we, are we winning, are we losing, as opposed to the process of things and, and what it took to get to this level. And seeing the, you know, the hopes of um, youth players and seeing that they do want to get better, um, it, re it can't help, help but rejuvenate you. And it, it's, it's been fun to be a part of. Yeah, McCutcheon echoed those sentiments. Yeah, for me, it's, it's seeing the joy on the face of youth. Because as Ryan alluded to, you can get so wrapped up in your skill or your, your role that you must play in the NBA, you can forget that we're, we're gifted and fortunate people. And that sense of joy that the children bring to this reminds you life is good and it, it should be enjoyed with other people. Today is a day of community and coming together, and that's something to be happy about. Well said by both guys. For more coverage on last weekend's event, just head to TimberwolvesBasketballAcademy.com. And hey, don't forget, if you're still searching for the perfect last-minute holiday gift, there's still time to get your young hoopers signed up for the 2019 Holiday Clinics, brought to you, of course, by the Timberwolves and Lynx Basketball Academy. Sign up today. They can learn what it takes to become an elite scorer, plus they'll receive a reversible jersey and two tickets to an upcoming Timberwolves game. Again, just visit TimberwolvesBasketballAcademy.com slash holiday dash clinics to find more information. Stay right here. We'll take a quick pause, come back, get you our three key plays from the last month. That's next on Wolves Cast on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Minnesota, the holidays are here, and there is no better gift to give yourself or someone on your gift list than a Timberwolves holiday pack. This holiday pack features top-notch action with games against the Warriors, Rockets, Celtics, Pelicans, and Lakers. This pack also includes a special team store holiday credit worth 20 bucks for you to shop the latest in Timberwolves gear. Visit Timberwolves.com slash holiday to purchase your holiday pack now. Welcome back inside Wolves Cast. Cal Soderquist here with you still. And still to come, we will dive into how the Timberwolves, both players and staff, coaching staff and business operations staff, all got into the spirit of the holiday season earlier this week. You will not want to miss our feature on the annual holiday shopping event that's just around the corner. But first, we are spotlighting our monthly feature, three key plays, three key plays from victories within the last month for the Timberwolves. Now, we're bending the rules ever so slightly with this being our last episode of the month. We are uh, unfortunately having to go back to the end of November, still within the last 30 days, but not necessarily in the month of December as uh, you may well know, the Timberwolves have uh, struggled in the month of December, currently on an eight-game skid. 
So we're going back to the tail end of November. We're starting in Atlanta, where the Wolves were set to take on the Hawks. Of course, Trey Young having an impressive start to his sophomore season, and the Wolves knew they were going to have their hands full. This one was an Atlanta Hawks 10-point lead at the halftime break. It was Minnesota clinging to a three-point cushion entering the fourth quarter, and that's when Gorgie Jang took over. Yeah, he ended up scoring eight of his 13 points in that final frame, including a couple big buckets during a decisive stretch that saw Minnesota put the game out of reach for good. Covington up fakes the three, drives into the paint. Out to Gorgie, can he hit another three? Bingo! It's Gorgie's night from deep. Three for three from beyond the yard, Gorgie three of 16 for the season coming into tonight. 107-98. Yeah, Gorgie providing the Wolves a nine-point cushion there and uh, Atlanta never again getting closer than seven as Minnesota able to secure the 125-113 victory despite 37 points, nine assists, and six boards from Trey Young. So big plays from Gorgie down the stretch. He makes up our first key play. For our second and third key plays, actually, we are going to San Antonio. The Wolves were on the road playing in a building they had not had success. They entered the matchup with the Spurs on an 11-game losing streak in San Antonio, and the Wolves saw an opportunity as it was a Spurs team struggling to start their season. We fast forward to the fourth quarter where Minnesota maintained an advantage. In fact, it was a multi-possession advantage until... Greg Popovich able to use a savvy coach's challenge to reverse a charge call that ultimately resulted in foul number four on Carl Anthony Towns, forcing Cat to sit for a spell, and that meant the Spurs would take advantage. They instantly rallied to take the lead, but Minnesota had a response. They were able to retake the lead on a Robert Covington tray. The Wolves had built their advantage to six with just four minutes left, and then Andrew Wiggins able to bolster the cushion. Off the high town screen, Wiggins on the attack, in the paint, out to Teague, up fakes the three, dribbles into the paint, out to Wiggins, right angle three on the way, bingo! Andrew Wiggins drains the angle three, and the Wolves lead by nine with 3.20 left. Big time shot by Andrew Wiggins, his third three of the night. So Wig providing us with key play number two, and then just a few possessions later, Josh Okogie sending the home fans to the exits. Teague who moves it to Towns, pump fakes the three, gets a step on Aldridge, in the paint, now to Okogie, in the corner, who buries the corner three! 106-94, Wolves by 12 with 2.15 left. Oh, the Wolves have answered the bell here after they lost the lead in the fourth. Tremendous play by the Timberwolves to lead by a dozen with just over two minutes left. The Spurs faithful streaming to the exits. Yes, they were, and for good reason. They didn't want to stick around to see the Timberwolves close the game out on a 22-9 run to secure a 113-101 victory down in San Antonio and again snapping that 11-game losing streak in that building. Impressive stuff from the Wolves. So those are your three key plays from the last 30 days. Again, stretching the rules ever so slightly in this monthly feature. Stay right here. We've got one final break, then we'll come back and get into the holiday season next on WolvesCast on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Minnesota, the City's Edition MSP Original Single Game Ticket Packages are on sale now. Purchase one today and get game night tickets to see your Wolves sport the new City's Edition uniform. Plus, receive one of our made-in-MSP for MSP retail items on the house. You could see the Rockets, the Celtics, the Magic, or the Knicks. All games include Wolves Auction and a unique retail item. 
Don't miss out on the chance to see primetime action while repping MSP. Visit Timberwolves.com MSP to see all four packages. All right, welcome back into Wolves Cast. Final segment of the episode and final episode of 2019. As we mentioned, we'll be taking the next two weeks off for the upcoming holidays. And speaking of the holidays, just earlier this week, the Timberwolves were fully embracing the spirit of the holiday season as last Tuesday, the team, in partnership with Big Brothers Big Sisters Twin Cities, hosted the 2019-2020 Junior Pack as part of their annual Pack Gives Back Holiday Shopping for Kids event. The 15 Junior Pack members first took a ride on Mascot Crunch's holiday bus. How much fun does that sound? Then they were surprised via head coach Ryan Saunders with the news that they'd each received a $500 Target shopping spree at a nearby Target location. How cool is that? Upon arrival at the Target, the kids were surprised yet again as they were each paired with a Timberwolves player or coach who then helped them browse the aisles and check items off of their respective shopping lists. Saunders said the surprise was successfully executed and most definitely appreciated. You always like to see people appreciate things and you know the kids were surprised they had no idea that the players were going to be here you know they, they didn't even know that we were com coming to target so being able to get on that bus and um, see their excitement I'm sure there'll be a video floating around but see the kids jump around you know it's something that just puts a smile on your face yeah you could certainly find the video via timberwolves.com and the team's social channels but another thing that puts a smile on the head coach's face 100% participation from his players and his staff at this event. Even the new players brought in just this last offseason and unfamiliar with the annual tradition, they were properly informed. You know, the players knew about this, um, and guys have talked about it for a while. And some of the players who have done this before um, actually took time at the end of practice today to tell the new, you know, the new acquisitions from this summer just how special tonight is. And, you know, so it, it's, it's cool to see these guys. You know, it, it does a lot, obviously, for, for the kids, their families, but it does a lot for our players and our organization as well uh, because these are, these are ultimately the, the important things, especially during the holidays. Certainly does help keep things in perspective, and Count Guard Andrew Wiggins among those fully embracing the spirit of the season. Time for giving, you know, time to be unselfish, you know, just look out for others, you know, and, you know, just being here, being able to help, you know, help out the people who are, you know, not as, as fortunate as us or, you know, can't get the certain things that, you know, we can get. This is the time we can give it to them to see their smi the smile on their faces, you know, getting exactly or whatever they want, you know, that's what makes this whole thing, you know, worth it. As far as Wiggins' favorite part of the annual event? Getting a chance to bond with them. You know, we're all a kid once, you know, we were all in their shoes once, you know, just around Christmas time, you want certain things, you know, and now they're getting a chance to get it, you know. I couldn't imagine being a kid getting $500 to spend in Target. Well, in Canada, we didn't have Target, we had like Walmart, though, you know, <laughs> you know, um, so it's a joy, you know, and just, like I said, seeing the smile on their faces. Not only the $500 at Target, but additional team partners such as Fitbit, TCL, the Roger and Nancy McCabe Foundation, and hy V all stepping in as well, and it all combined to make for an unforgettable event filled with very special memories. My favorite part of this event is the shopping and seeing the strategic uh, maneuvering with, with some of the kids because there's always, I, I want to say this is my fifth year doing this, and um, some kids spend, spend the money more wisely than others, but then you always, you know, I just got done, uh, uh, my guy Alex, 
he took a phone call. He called his mother to ask her what she wanted. And it's moments like that. You know, two years ago, I had I had um, an individual who we had to encourage him to spend money on himself because all he wanted to do was buy gifts for his siblings. And those are the special moments that you always remember and really stick with you. And I will tell you, I have had the privilege of attending this event each of the last several years and annually. These kids continue to display such kindness and selflessness. It truly is what this time of year is all about. More coverage can be found at Timberwolves.com. That's going to do it for this week's episode. And remember, we are off each of the next two weeks. So we hope everyone enjoys their holiday, get some time with family and loved ones, and celebrate a safe and happy new year. We'll be back once the calendar flips to 2020. Talk to you then on the Timberwolves Radio Network.